Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah, and it's a pleasure to welcome you to my chair. Every day we will meet here to reflect on the day's devotion from the School of Prayer devotional book. If you don't have a digital copy yet, I encourage you to check out whoisgrace.com forward slash school. Today is Friday of week four, and we are on page 33 in the School of Prayer devotional book. And what a week it has been. I don't know about you, but the intentional practice of praying for others has had me thinking about others more and praying for people more and wanting to see what God sees. I think I'm glad for the practice because today is a hard one. We're going to read some of Jesus' words from His famous Sermon on the Mount, and we're going to read them as if He meant them for us today, which, of course, He did. But sometimes, though, if we're honest, we hear a lot of Jesus' teachings and we want to apply it to someone else or sometime else or something more pleasant, when in reality, His words are meant to cut us deep. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Hmm. That's not just someone else that the word is going to pierce. That's you and that's me. And listen, the cutting of the word isn't meant to mortally wound us. The cutting is like, it's like that farmer who goes out to prune his apple trees so that they bear maximum fruit. His word cuts us so that he can shape us to look more like him. I want that with all my being, but I freely admit that I don't love that it's so hard. And today is hard for me. In fact, the whole Sermon on the Mount is hard. It's life-changing, but it's hard. Let's just read Matthew 5, 43 to 47. You have heard it that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. He causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Do not even tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers, what are you doing more than others? Do not even Gentiles do the same? All throughout his teaching in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus uses the phrase that we heard at the beginning. You have heard that it was said, but I tell you. What he's doing is he's turning popular belief and understanding on its head and revealing both the true heart of the Lord and the kingdom that he has come to establish. And so when we pray, your kingdom come, your will be done, these are the things that we are praying for. So Jesus is telling us to not only love and pray for those that we like and our neighbor, but to love and pray for our enemies. I mean, I could possibly muster up the kindness to send them a fruit basket, probably anonymously, but love and pray for are big and they are hard. This forces me to let go of hurt, to let go of keeping score, to let go of fear, doesn't mean I don't have boundaries, but it does mean that I let Jesus change my heart to want what He wants for them. Someone has hurt you, and this is hard, but let's pray for them. Oh God, I don't deserve the love and the mercy and the grace that you have shown me and lavished on me, and I know, I know that they don't deserve it either. But Jesus, you died not only for me and the people that I like, but also for the one who hurt me so badly. And you love them. You have a plan and a purpose for them. 
You alone can take what has been broken and make something beautiful and new. I ask in me that you would create in me a clean heart, that you would renew a right spirit within me. Replace my anger and my fear with your love and your peace. And Jesus, I ask that they would know, that they would know your saving presence, your sweet salvation, your steadfast love for them, your purpose and plan for them, your goodness, your kindness, your faithfulness, all of those things that are for me are for them as well. And I pray those, I pray those over them. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Do a work that is far greater and more powerful than I can understand. Go beyond what my heart feels, Jesus. Go beyond what I, what I can think or imagine and do something far greater. Restore and heal and reconcile and draw us both closer to you. Amen. It has been so meaningful to me that you have all come along with me on this prayer journey. Thank you for meeting me at my chair. I'll be taking a break for the summer, but I'll be back in the fall. Please make sure you're subscribed to this podcast, and then you'll get notified when I return for a new series. In the meantime, I encourage you to find your chair until we meet again. If you're interested in continuing to learn more about prayer, I encourage you to read a psalm every day. And don't forget, you can always access Grace's daily read plan at whoisgrace.com forward slash read. Let me close with this prayer over you from the Apostle Paul in Ephesians 1. I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of Him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which He has called you, what are the riches of His glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of His power toward us who believe, according to the working of His great might, that He worked in Christ when He raised Him from the dead and seated Him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him his head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for joining me this week. Remember, you can always access Grace's daily read plan at whoisgrace.com forward slash read. Please like, subscribe, and share this podcast so others can find it. I hope you'll spend some time this weekend practicing some of the things that we learned this week about prayer. And I look forward to meeting you at my chair again next week. <laughs>